Have you seen the new Flash Bus on Colesville Road between Burtonsville and downtown Silver Spring? It has only 11 stops, trips every 15 minutes, and all-day service for only $1. Seniors, kids, and people with disabilities ride the Flash for free with Smart Trip. Visit ridetheflash.com. Welcome in to episode 33 of Fired Up, presented by the Belly Up Podcast Network. My name is Mike Coletto. Dom, you're officially a married man. Congrats, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I kind of figured uh, you were going to start off like that. How uh, how you feeling? Uh, anything new? Anything change? Uh, same, same old? Uh, not a thing. <laughs> same old, same old. Um, you know, just living the dream. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Listen, it was it was a beautiful ceremony and it was a great night. We had fun. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but let's get started. I mean, listen, a lot of stuff happened in the last week of uh, Philly sports. So I feel like we gotta. Uh, where do you want to start? Flyers or Eagles? I didn't. Even, I don't know where you want to start here. Uh, let, let's let's let's. Let's start off with the Eagles. I, I feel let's, like we should start off with the Eagles. Let's okay. Let's, let's start off. Let's start off in, on a good note. On a, on, a, on a good foot. There you go. Listen, it's the Jets, right? <laughs> right. Hey, it's a win, though, right? It, it is exactly. Minshew mania. The Eagles beat the Jets thirty-three to eighteen in a slugfest. It's like a high school game. It, it was, yeah, you know, you, uh, you gave up a lot of points early on to the to the Jets, so I didn't love to see that. But listen, Minshew looked good, at least for a backup quarterback. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I thought, I mean, listen, listen, it's I, for what I, I might. It seemed like I was about to come on here and stroke stroke Minshew up a little bit, right? I debated doing it. But I don't think either one of these quarterbacks are long-term solutions, like Jalen Hurts well, no. or or Minshew. But and maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. Right now, Minshew gives the Philadelphia Eagles a better chance to win football games. Well, I, I feel like if if it was like week four and um, they were well, – maybe not that, but I just think that if they can't run the ball, he's their best option. But if they run the ball – I. I successfully like they have been uh i i just i think not hurts is their better option but i think hurts is fine if they if they can continue to run the ball successfully right with the running backs before we before we dive into deeper into the game i did forget about our sponsor so let me just rattle that off real quick my bookie cryptocurrency is the future so don't get left in the past bet with my bookie and you can get in the game now to get kickstarted with crypto use the promo code fired up one word to double your first crypto deposit at my bookie. The best part is my bookie accepts well-known cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum, uh, so you can bet and withdraw with crypto. This Saturday, the UFC is closing out 2021 with a bang, uh, with two two world title fights going down to UFC 269. Headline by the lightweight championship fight between Charles uh, Olive Olive. How, how do you say his name? Charles Oliveria. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't. Charles watch Oliveria fighting. and Dustin Poirier. This bout is a true coin flip. Both men have finish rates of over seventy-five percent, so you know this isn't going to the scorecards. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up up to one thousand dollars using promo code Fired Up. Again, one word. Uh, head to my bookie today. Place your bets and watch the sparks fly with UFC sixty-nine. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. 
Unless sorry, I, I completely forgot about that. So let's get back to this game. Yeah, I, I couldn't uh, tell you how to say that guy's name, so I, I don't. Charles watch it. Olive, Oliveria, I think, is what it was. Perfect. So, Sounds great to me. They, I, I can never get into UFC. Yeah, it's just not really my thing. Yeah, yeah I, I can never get into it, but you know, it might be fun. It might be fun to bet on, though. There you go. I guess a little, little, little bit of action. Um, so again, listen. It's the New York Jets. This is a game that was you know, should be marked as a W all all season. Um, so I don't know how much of a game you can take out of it, but I, I thought as a passer, I thought Garner Minshew it didn't look spectacular, but right. he looked he looked good. Yeah, I mean, and we we kind of knew like uh, we kind of knew that you know he's he's accurate. Um, is he is he a long term you know long term quarterback? No, but. Um, long-term starting quarterback, because be, I think he could be a long-term backup quarterback. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. A, a starting quarterback, but uh, I mean, is he, he? He might be the best backup in the league, or or at least top five. I mean, that gives you something right there. But uh, I uh, did you did you did you happen to see what Brian Westbrook and Lashawn McCoy um, uh, tweeted? I did not. No. Right after the game, I did so not. Uh, basically both said in different words, um, "Look what accuracy can do." Look what look yeah, what accuracy from the quarterback position does basically. Absolutely, and and it seems it seems like and, and this kind of here he sees the whole field. I mean, it seems like he was he was making reads right. He wasn't just yeah. having one read that closes and everything shuts down. Like he was making he was making his reads. He was making the throw. I don't know if he necessarily has a a cannon where he's going to throw it long down the field, but he he was accurate. Um, yeah, which was good to see. I mean, he, he throws guys open too. I mean, that's what you ask yep. out of a quarterback, right? I mean, the problem, with, major problem with Hertz is um, waiting to waiting a half a second or a second long, too long, for the guy to get open. You, you can't wait. For, sometimes you can't wait for the guy to get open. Sometimes you have to throw him open. Yeah, and, he did. Uh, it, he did it early in the first quarter. Yeah. Was it to Goddard? Dallas I believe. Goddard, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Goddard had a big game. I mean, we've been yeah. talking about Hertz not throwing to the tight ends. And you know, to Minshew's first game, Goddard had what 110 yards, something like that. Right, right. Um, two touch, the first two touchdown game in his career. Right. So, yep. I, I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, if this guy can can stay healthy and get, you know, the ball thrown to him, I mean, this is what he can do. I mean, he can he can be a top tight end in the league. So, right. It's definitely definitely good to see. Exactly. Um. Uh, where's it gone? I was about to say something and I completely off track. Listen, we're doing this late. I got yeah. Th- things are wait, a mess wait, right now. Listen, listen. Today's t- Tuesday too, so like I am all thrown off about you know the whole week. It's not the first, up. right, right, right. It's not the first time we've done it on a Tuesday, but like for whatever reason, this was just a very weird week. Um, it was a long, long weekend. It's it's yeah, I get it. it's it's yeah. fine. But I, I was about I had a point. What did you think of the running game? Um, on uh, on Sunday. Um, I really honestly nothing really sticks out to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, and me neither. Yeah. Um, I saw Boston Scott line up um, as a receiver a couple times. Other than that, like, I mean, there's nothing that really, like, stands out. I mean, the only thing I could think of is something I saw today, and it wasn't about the running game on Sunday, but they're hopeful Jordan Howard's back um, right after the bye. So that's that's always good to see, too. I, ho- I hope so. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he was, he was running well. Yeah, So for sure. Definitely complement each other. Yeah, absolutely. The stash is for backs. real. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, the, I know I brought up the running game a little bit. I feel like it wasn't really a story. It was Minshew mania. You know, right. look good. Um, I, I, look, I, 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 
I like Minshew as a backup, but like it, it was the Jets. Like, true. I, I yeah. mean, <laughs> let's, no, let's, you're not. You're not you know, wrong. Yeah, right. I mean, this is who Minshew is. He, he 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 plays well against bad teams, and then when good teams he plays against good teams. It's just not. You know, it's not, it's not why this is. This is why he's not a starter. So, because uh, he he usually struggles a little bit. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, I think Hertz is still going to be the guy. That's what Sirianni said. The first uh, yeah, thing I would he said in his press conference. Right. The first thing he said in his press conference after the game Sunday was, "As soon as Jalen is healthy, he's our guy." So, right, and and I expect I expect right. him to say that. I mean, what's he supposed to say? You right. Know, the, 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 the coaches hate the quarterback controversies, and like, but it also does feel good that like. They are in a playoff position right now. So we could say they're going for a playoff run, right? Like, it's safe to say that right now? Yeah. Okay, so... I guess. It, it's, it feels good to have that... What, it feels good to have a decent backup quarterback that you know what you're going to get out of him during a playoff run, whether that means Jalen Hurts gets hurt or we if do, that means he listen, struggles. This team has a lot of success when it comes to backup quarterbacks yeah. in the playoffs. Let's just say that. Right, right. <laughs> So I, I just it's just always a good thing having your back pocket, you know. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean that that bye week can kind of get guys healthy. Have they given any sort of update on uh, Jason Kelsey? Uh, I heard I saw today. I haven't seen anything said, yet. Yeah, Sirianni said he's hopeful that both him and Jordan Howard. He was okay. the other guy, Kelsey. Um, That's big because Herbig fucking stinks. Yeah, he's awful. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're hopeful they'll be back right after the bye this week, so or next week. So, um, okay, I mean that that's good news. Um, but I mean I, his body's breaking down too. Like I, I'm I'm yeah. curious if this is his last year or not. You know? What yeah, I mean, I mean like, it, it's just constantly on my mind. Listen, like I said last week on this week last week's show, 117 straight starts. I mean, right? And in, in, in regular season, that doesn't even include postseason. So yep. it's a lot of wear and tear um, for a 33 year old center. You know. Yep, and he's absolutely. not he's not he's not a guy that's just gonna sit and and block. He's gonna he's gonna move down the field and we've seen oh, yeah. that how many times. Absolutely. He'll take on a linebacker, he'll take on a, a safety and a cornerback, so Right. And and I imagine like if he does leave, they're not gonna go in the next year with Herbig as their center. I imagine he'll either get somebody or move Dickerson in the Dickerson's that spot. gonna be the guy. Yeah, I was uh, I imagine yeah. he's gonna be the, the guy moving forward. Um but back to the one game, Miles Sanders, twenty four uh carries, hundred and twenty yards. Um, so I mean, it's a big, big day for Miles Sanders. Um, game, even game will have twelve rushes for fifty-four yards. So, right. I mean, the, the running game was solid. It just, again, it's the Jets. You know, right. what, what do you expect from the from the Jets? For sure. And I and I just kind of feel like Miles Sanders the last two, three, four weeks, but however long he's been back, he's just been quietly effective. Yep. Like obviously he's not scoring. He doesn't have a touchdown this year, but. Um, what was it, 96 or 94 yards against the Saints? Uh, what, what did he have last? I think he had something something crazy last week, too, the week before that. Uh, and then this week, you know, like you just, you just rattled off his numbers. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just hopefully this is him going, getting him. This is getting – okay. I It's been a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, all right. So, so back – his first game back in week 11 – uh, 16 carries, 94 yards. Right. Week 12, nine carries, 64 yards. Week 13, this this past week, 24 carries, 120 yards. Right. So, you know, um, since he's been back, he's he's been very effective, and hopefully we can keep this effectiveness going. He can keep his effectiveness going for this playoff run. Yep. So. Exactly. Because that's what it is. The playoff run. It is. I. I. I don't even you know, know what, if man? I want to. Guess what? I don't. I don't know if I want to entertain a playoff run. I just. Guess I, what? 
What? We, we're one win away from me winning this bet. And uh, I mean, there's really no, there really was no. <laughs> there was no bet. I told you to come up with something, but you never I know, did. I know. But listen, um, I'm getting off easy then, because you, you got one. You got one. I got win one in win the next four, four four weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who who do they have? The Giants once. The uh, Redskins. I'm sorry. The football team twice. Twice. And the Cowboys once. So. Right. Listen, they they could go. They could go on four there. You never know. Yeah. I just need one win just to have bragging rights. <laughs> Absolutely. Even though I'm not convinced that you were confident in that pick. No, I was. Were you? Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. I enough. wouldn't have said it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I, I do want to go to the um, the defense, though, because I, they made rookie quarterback Zach Wilson look like fucking Joe Montana, especially early <laughs> on. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson's a quarterback that – has looked awful all year, and then he got hurt, and he's. I think was that his. That was his first game back, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 he torched the Eagles, you know, at least early on. I mean, that that's a concern. I mean, especially for a defense that we ex- think looked pretty decent the last few weeks, right? And then you come against the Jets, and <laughs> things hey, got a little concerning. I mean, w- when did he get hurt? Week five, week six, somewhere uh, around there, something like that. Yeah. He's had he's had a few weeks to ro- watch a lot of tape, and I I actually think he's going to be a decent quarterback. I don't I don't I don't think he's going to suck. I, he might not be great, but I think he's going to be a decent quarterback. Um, he torched Nelson early on. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Hurt in week seven, so he missed okay. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, eleven. So five weeks. Okay. So yeah, I mean I mean that's five weeks of showing of of watching tape, showing him tape. Um, obviously it's not. Obviously, doing it and playing also helps but um i i mean they settled in the defense eventually settled in a little bit so right um yeah they did they did uh it's funny how hurts isn't in and our running backs get to do the job and run yeah i mean i guess there's no sort of misdirection like you just hand the ball off and let the running backs do their thing right and i don't i don't understand like this whole thing like with this city now like how how excited they are that like they're trying to model their game after the Baltimore Ravens. Like, what the fuck have the Baltimore Ravens done in the last four years with Lamar Jackson? He has Nothing. one playoff win, right? I think he has one Duh, playoff win. Does he even have one? He's like he's like one in three, yeah. They, they beat somebody. They came back and won against Tennessee or the Chargers, somebody, some, something like that. They're, he's like one in three in his career or something like that. Yeah. I, I, Lamar Jackson stinks in my opinion. Like, I I don't know if I want to say stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Um, he stinks. He's no. Nah, I mean, he's got speed and he has an arm. I think he makes terrible decisions. And I I think, I think he, an offense can like he he can win games. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's a recipe for necessarily a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he stinks. Team. I think he stinks. I'm not going. I mean, I you do you think Dak Prescott stinks? Sometimes. <laughs> do Do you think Lamar Jackson is better than Dak Prescott? Honestly, do you want my honest opinion? Yes, honest no, opinion. I don't. Really? Okay. Yeah. I That's think surprising. Lamar Jackson fucking stinks. All he does is run. Uh, he's got a big arm. He he doesn't have accuracy. He does. He's, he's yeah. athletic as shit. Yep. I'm not, I'm not you know, and he's bigger than what he looks, but like if you can't win those big games, like I I don't know, you're not like this phenom that everybody says you are. Like great, he runs the ball for a thousand yards, so did Michael Vick. Like Right. I I don't know, it's just I don't know. I, but but again, I, I just like this whole hurts compa- comparing hurts to Lamar Jackson. Is anybody comparing, comparing the two? Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, comparing- I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're both adult. 
have the greatest accuracy and and want the, you know they they both have legs and can move, but I mean yeah, I don't want to model the game after that. Like or I, the, I want somebody who or the Ravens oh, offense, really. <laughs> right, yeah, or the Ravens offense. Their, their their receivers also stink. Um other than the the tight end. Um, Hollywood Browns having a great year. But uh is he I thought he the was the rookie. Awful. I like the early on no. he was terrible. Early no, on. No, early he on he was bit. great. Was he? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck he had, like, am I thinking? Three of? touchdowns like Did he? every week. Yeah, no, he was really good. If anything, he cooled off. But um, I just remember him having a couple bad drops. Unless I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know. The Maybe rookie, he... the rookie doesn't look bad either. I think it's Bateman. From okay. he went to Minnesota. Rashad he, Bateman. He just, his name yeah, is? yeah, yeah. He just he just came back or he just started his uh, career or season um, a couple weeks ago. He he started off the season hurt, but uh, he doesn't look too bad either. I mean, right. Now listen, again, if you're gonna okay. if you're gonna model your game after. The Ravens, like at least model it to like the oh four, oh five, oh six defense of the yeah, Ravens. True. With, you yeah, know what I mean, I mean even even the year they won the Super Bowl, like you right. know, model it that way. But um, um, yeah, I just I just we're not we're not gonna sit here and talk about the Baltimore Ravens, but no, I just, I we're just not think a Ravens crazy. podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> I just think it's crazy that like so many people are just comparing this team to like the Ravens and like they're they're what are we six and seven? <laughs> Relax. Right. And I don't yeah. want to be the Ravens, right? Now, and I know I, t- I I mentioned it a little bit, and uh, Sirianni said Hurts as a starter. Legitimately, who do you think gives this team the best chance to win right now? As a quarterback, Minshew or Hur- yeah, Hurts. I just think it depends what game plan you're going with. Like if if you're not going to run the ball, then it's Minshew. If you're going to run the ball, then it's probably Hurts. I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you, you saw the you saw them run the ball. 35 times, 36 times. Not two and weeks then, ago against the Giants. Well, no, Minshew wasn't in then. No, I'm saying with Hurts. Right. Right. So what are you saying? You said that if you're running the ball, Hurts Yeah, but they played the option. Jets. They played the oh, Jets, Oh, sure. Though. Yeah, no, I understand that. And the Jets stink. So, right. maybe, listen, maybe we're just reading too much into this game. Uh, at the end of the day, the Eagles team, I think, still stinks. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No, I agree. Um, and, and here's the thing, too, is, is if Hurts was in, in this week and he played this week, I think the same thing would have happened. They would have smoked the Jets. And it yeah, been... and Hurts probably would have looked great. Right. Because they're the fucking Jets. Right. <laughs> so, all right. You got anything else? With that being said, it's Minshew Mania. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> Minshew Mania. I'm trying to get excited for something because the Eagles only have four weeks left of their season. Right. So, or five weeks before games left to their season because well, they're not they're not plus, making the playoffs. I was gonna say, why they're not making? They're, they're I was gonna say not, it might be five plus not, weeks. They're not making the playoffs. Nah. No, there's no ant about it. They're not making the playoffs. Eh. Sorry, I just heard a loud, loud ass bang. I just got distracted. But go ahead. You heard a loud bang. Yeah, in my house. Sorry. Uh oh, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully it's, it's it's okay. Everything's all right. Everything's all right up there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you got anything else before we move on to against the spread? Um. Other mm, other than the fact that like the, the Eagles suck, it's gonna suck. The buy always sucks, even when the Eagles suck. Um, but you know, hopefully it's a good fantasy week for us and. Yeah, um, my my both my fa- I'm in two fantasy football leagues and both my teams fucking stink. So I just smoked you this week. You did, yeah. I didn't smoke you. I beat you, though. No. 
The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget, never settle, never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. I think I only won by like 10. Playoffs? Talking about playoffs? <laughs> uh, Dude, right. how about the crazy-ass college football this weekend? It was nuts. Um, Oklahoma State losing to Baylor. Oh, from Utah the, um, smoking Oregon. Well, uh, the Oklahoma State game, I mean, they, they, were, they were inches yeah. away from, ta- from from winning that game. I was, I was, I missed the last, uh, last couple drives of that game, obviously, because I was doing something pretty important. Um, I mean, were, I got to too. watch it. <laughs> right, right. You you were there, but I I was I was taking pictures and you yeah you were doing that. the whole yeah you were doing but, the whole uh, room I, thing. I did see the, I did see the replay and what a horrendous call on fourth or what was it fourth down or uh, horrendous uh, yeah it was fourth down with ba- with no time left. Um, it was a bad call, but at the same time he almost got it. Well, at the same time, the the running back instead of trying to go to the sideline, he had more he had more size. He should have tried to plow the guy forward right. a yard. Right. And he probably probably would have got it there, yeah. um, and then Alabama smoking um, Georgia, Georgia, yeah, um, which I actually thought was going to happen. I thought that line was insane that they were they were underdogs by seven, almost seven points. I thought that was six, nuts. yeah, yeah. Well, so. the, well, that's the thing is they they need they need people to bet for both sides, so for sure, so absolutely, um, yeah. Utah smoking Oregon, um, it was just it's just a weird week. Like I remember I remember watching the games so. Uh, we we were we were in the in the suite um, for my wedding. Obviously, Mike was in my wedding, and uh, we're watching the games. And like, w- there's one TV that has the Bama. No, it was the Oklahoma State game and yep. Baylor. And on the left, it was Kent State versus like Monroe or whatever it was. And I just <laughs> just I just glance over and like, there's all six of Kent State fans are like like screaming at the refs. At, like literally all six of them because that's all they have. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's crazy, man. It's it's it was a crazy college football weekend. Yeah, it certainly was. So, uh, I guess we could still in college football for one second. Do you think yeah. the playoff? Do you think the playoffs should be more than four teams? Yes. How many do you think they should go? Uh, I don't know the number. I do know that in twenty twenty four they were talking about possibly changing it, but now that might be in jeopardy for some reason. Um, I think every conference winner would be cool. Uh, yeah, but like, there's a lot of there's a lot of conferences that can't compete with like yeah. the SEC. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like March Madness though. It's like you have that underdog. Like, yeah, no, I get it, but that's how often does that happen in the NFL? It, it could happen. I mean, not the it NFL, yeah, mean, the college football. I mean, no, I got you. but like, it could it could happen. It doesn't might not happen all the time, but it certainly could. I I think I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Yale's beating Alabama, but like, right, no. But I think I think eight's the right number. I heard twelve, and I think that's way too many personally. 
Um, so I'm fine 10. with like the si- I, I'm fine with like the six to eight range. Even ten is a little much to, for me. Eight to ten. Eight to ten is fine. All right. So then eight. We could compromise at eight. All right. All right. All so right. book it. We 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 figured it out. College football. Uh, Notre um, Dame stinks. Notre, we're not a Notre Dame podcast. Notre Dame stinks. They're never gonna. They never win anything. They they show up occasionally in, in their top like four State. seed, and they never do anything with it. Like Penn State. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. All right. Do you want to go to the against the spread picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, full disclosure. I'm. In, I forgot. I forgot to do all of them, so I'm in the middle of trying to figure this out <laughs> on the fly here. I got gotcha. you. So, um, what are our records? Do you have that, or I do. Or are you have too busy that. right now? No, no, no. It's fine. Um, I had a mediocre week. I went two. I was two and three, and you went four and one on the. I week. sure did, baby. So I, on the on the year, I am twenty nine and thirty six. You're thirty one and thirty four to regain your lead. I sure did. So, all right. Um, I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, why not? I got the Bills and the Buccaneers. I have the Bucks minus three. I like it so much that I took it as well. You have the same thing. I sure do. All right. Um, I have my next game. I have the Lions, who just won <laughs> the fucking Super Bowl for some reason. Um, plus eight to the Broncos. Uh, okay, to the Broncos. All right, yeah, it's not terrible. I, I they're they're par- in every game. I lost Lions. a parlay because of the because of that game this weekend. So you got the Lions plus, or you got the Lions plus eight, right? I have the Lions plus eight. That's yeah. doable. It is they're, doable. They're in every game. I but I lost to. Oh, where's this comment? I'm I'm getting flipped off because I said fuck Notre Dame. Um, but anyway, I I lost a parlay because of uh because of that Lions Vikings game this weekend, and that was the only game I lost, and it pissed me off. So fuck the Lions, but I have them plus eight here. Uh, go ahead. What's All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I said, I like that. They're they're always they're kind of always in it. But, right. Um, and I don't think the Broncos are really all that good either. Right. Uh, yeah. Fucking Teddy Teddy Bridgewater was dumbass two glove fucking stupid ass <laughs> right throwing hand glove. Yeah, I, I, it's stupid. It gets on my nerves. I don't know why. Um, I got the Niners at Bengals. I got the Bengals minus one. I, for some reason, I just keep going back to the Bengals. I know they were getting they were getting smoked this week. They, they were, dude. They they're such made a, a comeback. They're such a weird team to yeah. um to figure out. I think next year, if they if they can draft right and they can bring in like a couple key free agents, I think they can be really really good. If they, if they fix their <clears> defense <throat> a little bit too, right? Uh, anyway, I have the same thing. Okay. So I, I got the Bengals minus one. Uh, it seems like you're kind of cheating off my test. I'm I'm not cheating. That's exa- that, That's what I had. I, so right. far, I'm I'm trying to think of my last one and I have it now. So. Uh, well, I'm, well, you got to go first because I really feel like you're cheating. So, that's fine. You, I got you peeked the, over. Well, no, you have one. You have one more uh, spread. I did all. I did three. Of my oh, spreads. you did all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got the Rams, the Cardinals, the Rams plus two and a half. I don't know why I'm feeling it, but I'm feeling it. The Cardinals yeah. are probably the best team in the shitty league this year, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel the Rams win. Okay. No, I like it. Um. Yeah, I mean the, the the Rams are playing out of their minds this year. I mean they're still good, good defense. They're, they're a complete team. The Cardinals are also game. really good. It should be a good game. But again, because I said the NFL is awful, that'll be probably a clunker of a game. Right. So we'll see. Um, my first over under, I have the uh, Jaguars and the Titans under forty three and a half. Ugh. Yep. That's exactly. Slop game. That Certainly division is. is always slop. It's always terrible. The Jaguars. The Texans, the Colts, and who's the last team? Who'd you say? And the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just always slot. 
Um, the first one I got, I'm going to go back to it. Rams Cardinals over 51 and a half. Okay. I like it, so. Okay, I do like it. Over 51 and a half? Yep. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a big number. It is. 51. Yeah. Um, all right, my last over under. But, I, really, I, have, but I, feel like, I feel like, real quick, I feel like both teams can put up like 30 a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can. 30 plus a piece. Yeah, absolutely they can. So it's it's doable. Right. Um So Ravens Browns I have over 41 and a half. I got the same thing. <laughs> okay. So we got a lot of similar games this week. Yeah. I mean, that's dude, that's like a gimme. The Ravens Browns over 41 and a half. I actually it's might very, in real life. <laughs> it's very it's very low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I that especially like with the Browns the way they run the ball and like the Ravens, you know, I hate them, but um, right, <laughs> but yeah, I, honestly, I'm forty-one and a half is very, very low. So it's very uh, low. Over, over so I, that that actually might be like a real, like I might fire that in the night. <laughs> do it nice and early. Yeah. All right. Um. So I do want to talk about the Flyers. There's obviously a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened with the Flyers. But before that, I do want to talk a little bit of Sixers because there's not much. I just wanted to get your take on something. Okay. So, real quick. Yeah. Uh, we also do have to. I we also do have trivia too. Oh, I, you do I, have I, trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want you to get out of this. Uh, you know, what? all right. Let's let's do trivia now. Then all you right. told me earlier you didn't have trivia, so no, I thought well, we were doing it. Well, I did kind of say that, but then okay. I said <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to do. To be fair, it was my it was my fault because yeah, I I told you if you wanted to do something that you don't like to do. Um, yep. Uh -huh. If you said it was up to me, and I never I never told you, but I never told you for sure if we were gonna do so, it. Or yeah, not. no, you're right. Okay, so we're going so, back to the the jersey. We number sure thing. are. All right. We sure are. And these do names. you have? Do oh, you have boy. ten ten names again? I have ten names again. All right, all right. So, just like last week's uh, episode, it is the trivia this week is jersey numbers. Um, I'll just give you the, the player and you give me their number. These names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Starting off, first up for the Philadelphia Flyers, we know him very well. He might be the head coach. Ian LaPerriere. What uh, number is Ian LaPerriere? 11. Is that your final answer? Yes. One for one. Let's there go. go. We'll start off hot. <laughs> I uh, Actually, I almost said 13, but because I, I remember it being a low teen number. Yeah, yeah. So 11. Yeah, there you go. It's not like you confuse 11 with like 60, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Next up for the Philadelphia Eagles. You, I'm sure you haven't heard this name since 2007. Okay. Greg Lewis. 86. Is that your final answer? Yes. Incorrect, but I almost went with number 86 from that time, Reggie Reggie Brown. Okay. I went, but I went Greg Lewis instead. He's 83. Ah, I was so close. Vince Papali. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we've got Philly's legend and legendary first name. Oh, he's not a Philly's legend, but legendary <laughs> first name, Dominic <laughs> Brown. Oh. Huh. Dominic Brown. Right fielder. Number 10? Is that your final answer? No. Yeah, I guess. You're off by one number. Nine? nine number nine. I was about to say nine, too. God damn it. All right. Fair enough. Start off hot. Now we're, going, we're, yep. going, we're getting a little cold here. All right. Yeah. Next up, second baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies, Cesar Hernandez. 
28? It's just a random... <laughs> there is nothing behind that. It is completely and totally random. You just thought of a random number, picked it out of your head. You just literally picked the number out of your ass, and you just you just went with it. Was that... Uh, am I right? Totally incorrect. <laughs> He's number 16. Uh, really? I, yeah. I thought he was a 20 number. Uh, no. Oh, boy. All right, next up, the one and only 76er. Uh, Chris Webber. Uh, the one and only Chris, 76er on my list is what I meant. Chris Webber. Uh, I don't know if this helps, but he wore the same number in Sacramento. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> 32. Is that your final answer? Yes. No. It's nowhere near. Six? Four. Four. All right. Mm. All right, so we're... I don't like this game. You're one for one, two, three, four, four... Wait, one, two, three, four, five. You're one for five so far. Okay. All right, next up. Defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers, Matt Carl. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, I thought Matt Carl was in the 20s. I'm going to say... Fuck, fuck. You asshole. 25. Is that your final answer? Yes. It's correct. Yeah, there you Matt go. Carl's Actually, 25. I almost said 22, but all right, 25. <laughs> all right, next up. We, 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 I, dude, I kind of scraped the bottom of the barrel. With of this course one. you did. I expect nothing <laughs> less. <laughs> Steve Downey. Ooh, that's a nice little name. Um, nine. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's Scotty Upshaw. Okay. Steve Downey's 27. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. All okay. right. We got yep. three more. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Third baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies, Scott Rowland. <sighs> this is how bad my memory is. <laughs> so uh, growing up, like watching the Phil, I love Scott Rowland, and I can't, th I can't remember his number at all. That's uh, not good because that's the no, point of the game. Right. I th <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it was a low number, so I'm going to say six. Is that your final answer? Yes. Nope. 17. Three. 17. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. These Keep next two. Coming. Yep. These next two. I, I really think you should get one of them. The other one's going to be a little bit harder, too. We'll see. Uh, should I give you the easier one or the harder one first? Uh, whichever you feel is right. All right, I'm going to give you the easier one first because the other one's also bottom of the barrel scraping. Okay. Um, Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Brent Selleck. <laughs> I literally started <laughs> off with the easy one, and you just you have absolutely no idea. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm just trying to picture like his jersey. 87, I think it is. Is that your final answer? Yes. You got it. Okay. 87. All right. Last one. Scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I think I have three correct. Three you for have nine. three, yeah. Yeah. La, uh, LaPerriere, Matt Carl, and Brent Selleck. All right. Last one on the list. Philadelphia Flyers goaltender, Robert Esch. Ooh. Oh. Huh. Robert Esch. So I have two. I have two numbers in. All right. If, uh, uh, God, fuck! You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-four. Is that your final answer? Yes. No. Forty-three. Close. 
42? Retired in baseball, yeah, 42. Huh, okay. To be fair, I wouldn't have gotten, without looking it up, Robert Esch, Scott Rowland. I feel like if I had, like, a few hours to figure out Steve Downing, I could probably get <laughs> a few there. few hours? Yeah, I could probably get there. But everybody else I would have gotten. Yeah, well, listen, easily. my memory sucks. How do you not know so, that, Mike? Yeah, how, exactly. how do I not know that? My memory is awful. That's how. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into this shit show of the Sixers here. Yeah, so I, I I didn't really know where to go with it. I get like so last Monday, obviously while we were doing the show, they won in uh, they won in not in they won at home against Orlando. I can't talk. Then they lost uh, in Boston, won against Atlanta, and won against Charlotte. They're seventh in the East, thirteen and eleven. Um, and the question I wanted to ask you is, they're in the middle of the pack, they're struggling to get going. Um, you got Embiid back, obviously. Do you think there's any pressure to find a Ben Simmons trade? Like, do you think there's more of a pressure now that they're sliding a little bit to get this thing going and back on track? Like a pressure to just get anybody in here just to try to help the team at all instead of finding um, the per- instead of finding the perfect trade? To be honest with you, I really I don't know the definite like I don't like I don't have a definite answer um would they prefer to have either Simmons playing or having somebody good enough that to replace him yes but like to be honest with you like when the season started or right before the season started and they said that um you know we're gonna wait this thing out I thought they were like <laughs> just like blowing smoke up our ass and I really just kind of thought they were worried but like yeah but, they but at really that point, are just they, waiting yeah. it out yeah, but at that point, they probably expected to still be a top two or three team in the conference, and they're not that right now. Now, yeah, granted, yes. you, sp- you spent a lot of time without Embiid and without key members, so maybe right. they're waiting to see if it gets back on track. You know, as everybody gets healthy, but I'm just I just which is starting to a little. It's bit. starting to yeah you're, yeah you're three and one this week, so you're starting to win games, but things but don't like, look perfect. But like the the a major problem with them last year that a lot of people aren't talking about is like having to rely on Danny Green, having to rely on Seth Curry in those starting minutes, like, now you're... They're bench re- guys. Now you really... Right, exactly. Yeah. Now you really need to rely on them this year, and it's like... Yep. It's fine it's, that Seth Curry goes, you know, has two hot games, and then he disappears. You know, it's great that he has those two hot games, but, like, then he disappears for five or six games, and it's like, you, you if he's on your bench and does that, it's a lot different than him being your starter. And, like, right. I've been saying forever, since they've traded for Tobias Harris... If Tobias is your third best scorer, you have a shot to win and like be legitimate. And like since he's been here, af- well, after the Jimmy Butler drama went down and they traded him, since then like he's been their second best scorer. And like, what has it gotten you to the second round? That's it. And like, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think now that December fifteenth is rolling around, um, when you could start making trades, um, I think I think it's has a better chance of happening now than ever before. Not ever before, but um, it has a better chance of happening sooner rather than later. Right. It's just it's just a matter of what's out the there trade. and who's out right, right. now. It's just a matter of what's out there and who's out there. Um, the CJ McCollum probably isn't happening now. I don't know if you saw the news there. He's got like a collapsed lung and right. he's out for, he's out indefinitely, I think. So right. that that's probably not going to happen if you wanted to go that route. Not that he's the you know perfect player, but at least it was, you know, would have been an upgrade and maybe a nice fit, but it's just a matter of what's out there at this point. Um, so, yeah, right. I, I, I don't know. I, I was just curious if, if they feel more pressure since the team is struggling. They're basically 500, so. Yeah. 
And there, there are things that you read on the internet that, like, excite you, but, again, they're only rumors on Twitter. So, like, like the Shea Gildress Alexander trades, like, he's from Oklahoma City. He's a young guy. Um, he, I think he's, the last, like, three or four games, he's averaged 30 points. I mean, there's rumors that they could possibly be into him, um, into looking looking to trade for him. But, like, again, it's just rumors. So, like, you can't really sit here and report anything. It's just you know, maybe people were just being hopeful, but um, I did read right before we went live tonight, um, Chris LeVert, Miles Turner, and... Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. There's somebody else on the Pacers. Sabonis, I think it was. All three of those guys could be available for trade. And, like, Levert kind of – I mean, I don't know if you know who he is, but he uh, kind of intrigues heard the name. me. Yeah, so him and Malcolm Brogdon were, like, supposedly uh, Ben Simmons, like, trade targets, like, okay. before the season started. Right. And then they, they signed Brogdon to a two-year deal, so then that makes him not available to trade until December 15th, and obviously they just signed him, so they're not going to trade him. But Levert um, – Kind of has me intrigued a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to have to look and, and look at him and, and see what he brings. But yeah, I just I yeah. Don't. I mean, they can't give him to Ben, but they also have to do something soon because if this is the time to win, and like you, you kind of need to do something. At right. Some like point. The, that's it. Like, is is the process, the quote unquote process, going to be a waste? Because like their windows now, and Bede's not getting any younger, and they're. And obviously his injury history is still there and it's still lingering and whatever, but uh, the team isn't perfect, right? The, even with the process and everything, like they still they still aren't a complete team and you have to try to figure out a way to, to make to, to ship out Ben and make as close to a perfect team as you can that can compete because, again, the window's now. Like the, right. the, I don't know who knows how much longer it'll be open for, a year, two years, three years, whatever, but the, their time is now. So you got, you got to figure out something at this point. For sure. I mean, you don't know how long Embiid's going to last in this, you know, with the way he he plays hard and one little move puts him out for 10 games, you know what I mean? So like right. you you kind of, you know, you you may only have until he's 32, 33 years old and like he's what, 27, 28 right now. Right. So like yeah, I mean, you only you may only have 3, 4, 5, 6 years of the chance to win and like at some point you're going to have to do something like Obviously, I don't want to see Ben. I don't want to give in to Ben, but like, at some point, you're going to have to get something for him. Um, right. And I don't. I don't know if that's Damian Lillard. I don't know if that's Bradley Beal. I don't know if that's Zach Levine. I don't know if that's the, the next tier guys and CJ McCollum. Obviously, like you said, you know, with the injury, but or with the collapsed lung. But um, 
CJ McCollum or Levert or you know these next tier guys underneath. But uh, something needs some something has to happen soon if they're going to try to win. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right, that's really all I had Sixers to talk about. Um, did you have anything else before uh, before we move on? Uh, I don't think so. All right, so a lot of drama in Flyers land. Um, so they lose eight in a row. Uh, you know, the, the eighth win. This was before you know the last night's game, but you going into or Sunday night, you lose your eighth in a row to to Tampa Bay by score seven to one. You're not in it. The team looks. You know, teams quit or whatever. Like they, they just look dead. Um, so then, uh, Monday comes around. You have a game that night, and they fire Elaine Vigneault Monday morning, uh, and along with assistant coach Michelle Therrien. Um It probably had to happen. Um, will firing Vigneault make this team automatically turn on a switch and and become a great team? Probably not. It, it, this team's just flawed. Um, I think there's bigger issues surrounding the the Flyers in general. Um, uh, Mike Yo, who now is the interim coach, um, who was the assistant coach, is now the would ne- will now be the sixth head coach the Flyers had in the last eight seasons. Six coaches in eight years. That's Peter yep. Laviolette, Craig Berube, Dave Haxtell, Scott Gordon, Elaine Vigneault, and now Mike Yo. I mean, you talk about stability. <laughs> That's not stability. Right. Um, to constantly keep getting these coaches in and out. And, and if you tell me, I mean, it, to me, that's just a personnel issue. Um, all these coaches can't suck. You know, Baruby got fired and went on to win a cup. Like, right. something's just going on with the Flyers. And, and I brought it up. I maybe teased it last week that maybe it's the Drew captaincy. It may be an issue. But, like, it's time. I, it's, I, I mentioned it last week as well. I think it's just time to strip it down and have a full rebuild. Yeah, but, like, Here's the question though. Let's you saying let's let's strip down the core, right? Yep. Who who is the core though? It's just Drew and Couturier. Well, right? I mean, maybe not necessarily the core. Um, and I, I and I'm starting to lump Provorov and Konechny into that group because they, right. they've been here for five five years or so, however long it's right. been, five or six years. Um, so so I'm starting to lump into those, but not not just like just trade the core. Just I think just strip it down, like. My first move would be trade. And listen, nothing's going to happen today. Um, these are types of moves that are going to happen, Over you the know, next, clo- yeah. closer to the deadline in, in the February, in February, March. Well, and, the, and the, 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 the one, the, the one year guys I'm talking about, like right, right, right. You, you trade a Nate Thompson, even though he's injured now, and he might be done for a while. So I don't even know if you could trade him. Um, trade Derek Broussard. Trade Claude Giroux because like it, it's time to move on from him. He's a pending free agent, and you don't want to lose him for nothing. So, and I think, I mean, he's been really, really good this year. I think he get a lot for Claude Giroux at the deadline. Um, so, I think it's time to move on from him. Uh, if you can find somebody to give you anything for Keith Yandel, if you, I mean, he stinks right now. Yeah. He is bad right now. Um, so, it just it just trade those guys for picks, and then you look at the other guys with term. You know, maybe you move a connecting because he really hasn't given you much. Um, it's, it might be hard to talk them. It might be hard for them to talk themselves into trading a guy like Sean Couturier just because you just gave him that extension. I wouldn't be opposed because I don't think he's, I don't think he's the well, it one. Depends what you seat. get. It it does depend what you get, but I don't. He's I'm not, not just the one, giving him away. He's not the one seed that everybody you know ex- no, I agree. thought he was. He's just not. Um, 
and and he's been playing bad. Uh, just I, I, the whole situation is awful. They, and then they won, you know, their their ninth in a row. I'm sorry, they lost their ninth in a row Monday night <laughs> to. Uh, See, it's, a, it's a way different conversation. No, no yeah, absolutely. He wouldn't have been fired. Right. Um, but they lost their ninth in a row to to Colorado, 7-5. You let in seven fucking goals. Now, granted, Colorado's good, but still, you let in seven goals in two consecutive nights. Um, yeah, there's just there's a lot going on here in, in Flyers' yeah, land. Yeah, and, and I just I just think that uh, if you if you make all of those moves, all of those moves or half of those moves, um, you're even looking into making moves in the offseason, too. Buying out JVR, maybe buying out Cam Atkinson because they both have one year left on their deal, or trading them, whatever, whatever you can do. I mean, I think you could trade Atkinson more than you. Or does he have one year left or two years? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. He either has one or two years left, um, Atkinson. But like, you you could probably trade him too at the deadline or in the off season. You probably could. He's he's an easier guy to move right. than JVR. Um, than a JVR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. So after so after this season, Cam Atkinson has three seasons left. Left? Yeah. After Jesus this year. Christ. Yeah. I thought it was two. No, I thought JVO, I think I thought Voracek had one more. I thought J I thought Voracek had three and Atkinson had two. No. Okay, anyway. Um Yeah, I I mean when we, we, we were talking to a guest we had a couple shows ago, Kevin Durso, uh he brought up a good point too. Um you know, maybe maybe you do go into that like Buffalo mindset where like you get a top five pick for the next three or four years, and you know what I mean. Like you kind of kind of build that way, and um, obviously Buffalo didn't really, you know, pan Do out anything the way with that, it. right, right. right. It, it all it, it's not about just getting the top five or getting top five picks. It's about actually hitting on them. But um, but yeah, yeah I, even even look at Edmonton. I mean, they got the right. best player in the world and numerous number one picks, and, and the second best player in the world. <laughs> right, yeah, and and numerous first overall picks, and they, they still haven't met expectations yet. Right. So, stripping it down is tough because it can take a while to build it back up. But but then look at Tampa, like yeah. Tampa built that team through the draft. Like yeah, it, and it, it wasn't even just top yeah, five picks either. I was gonna was say like, it wasn't. They got their right. guys in the second, third, and fourth right. round. Right. So, so like I, you know, it's it's there there is a way to do it. It's just you know, you just have to have the right people in charge and like like the Eagles, like the Phillies, like the the Sixers, right. well, maybe not the Sixers, but like the Phil- like the Phillies and like the Eagles, it's like, do we really trust what's going on right now? Because this owner sucks ass, dude. Like hairy ass. Like he sucks hairy ass. Like this Dave Scott guy, Comcast. Like yeah, the the CEO you know, of Comcast. It's, yeah. Like I just I want Comcast to just sell the fly. It'll never happen, obviously. No. And and I understand that like sports nowadays is. Is owned by these corporations. There's not many families running it anymore. Like, it's, right. It's, so it, it's just, I guess, the, the price of doing business. But and like that's the thing. It's like it's like these corporations. All they care about is money and like putting asses in the chairs. And like they're not even doing that. Like so. Right. Like even with the Flyers' success, like even if they did win four in a row and, and they and you know where I'm going with this. I, we're not we're not going to say much, but. Even if they did win four in a row and they played a divisional opponent, fifth, <laughs> um, only you and I get that. So yeah, nobody uh, else gets that right. Reference. Right. So uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I still doesn't. I still don't see people showing up. Like I no, because really people just people just don't care. They're just right. they're tired of it. You know, this was this was supposed to be the year of change. Uh, you know, you get all the you get all the leaders in. Um, you know, from other teams, and that was supposed to fix the locker room and. 
and it's the same stuff. It's same stuff as last year. You know, last year they got blown out by the Rangers twice. Like, right. you know, Monday they got blown out by the Lightning. Like, it's just blowout after blowout. People can't take it anymore because again, this was supposed to be the year for change, and we still have the same exact situation. And it's like it's just like this franchise has struggled so much to find the guy. Like, who was the last legitimate like goal scoring threat? Like for like consistently like throughout years Lindros had a couple 40 goal seasons but Leclerc like Leclerc I was looking at his numbers the other day like earlier today and like Jesus Christ like he's really the last like legitimate like 40 goal scorer every year threat like Gagne had two two years where he put up 40 but you know there's two years Jeff Carter had two years where he put up 40 plus that's two years Leclerc literally did it for like four or five straight years Tim Kerr was like what the the eighties? Yeah, different. <laughs> he era. Did it. No, right, right. Yeah. But still, still put up forty goals every like forty fifty plus goals. You know what I'm saying? Like Lindros and Leclerc and 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 like where are these guys? Like, and I, I'm not saying like you have to go find the next Lindros, but like go find the guy that puts the fucking puck in the net. Like, yep. Uh, yeah, and and, and it's that easier goes, said than done. It does, like, and and Fletcher hasn't really had an opportunity to draft no. those guys and, and develop those guys yet because he's really only been here for a few years. But I'm just like talking about the Flyers so. in general. Like, but, yeah, and, and I think we can, because that kind of goes to my next point, is I think we can finally, like, say that Hextall, while some people said he was a great drafter, me. I don't think he was I don't, I don't. think he was a great drafter. I agree. I think he was just an okay drafter. I was totally wrong. Yeah. I was totally wrong. Um, and that's the thing, is like, especially during his time, like, and I've only ever been an adult, an adult during his time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just kept feeling, I just keep feeling like it's like, this guy's going to be so good. Like, these, these fans are like, this kid's going to great. And, like, and they just never come up. Or, like, or they do come up and they just stink. Like, it's, it's like, the Sandheims and the and the, the Phil Myers. And I know Myers was undrafted, right? Correct, yeah. But still, the Phil Myers and the Sandheims and, like, the Morgan Frosts and the, and the Konechnies and and uh, even Provorov to a certain extent. I love right. Provorov, but he is not. He's played one year in his career where he looked like a legitimate number one defenseman, and like he's been around for five, six years. So like, it just it's just like Sam Moran. I know he's had history injury history, but like he was supposed to be great. And like, I think the that, kid, the kid that, from Russia that, was that supposed go to be before. Good. Does that go before Hextall? Sam Moran might go before Hextall. Regardless. But yeah, even, yeah, I get even you. Even um, before Hextall. And then, like, uh, like, who, like, who's the last great pick, draft pick? Couturier, and he's not even that great. Right. I mean, I guess like that's the first person that comes to mind. Like, yeah, and, and, and we hope Hart. Right. We hope, but it's it's He's the only to, positive this year so yeah. far. Yep, and, and the last couple of outings, he's kind of regressed a little bit. He's right. kind of come down to earth a little bit. You know, I I still think he's going to be good, but he's 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 come down to earth. Um, yeah, and and I I don't blame him either. Like, look what the hell's in front of him. Right. So I, you know, it's 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 a struggle, man. And like, it's going to really suck to go through this rebuild, like because the last ten years have been brutal, and like we're just going to go through it again. And like, yep. It's yeah, like you, yeah. Like you said earlier, with the Eagles, like the Eagles have four weeks left, five weeks left. After that, what do we, what do we have to look forward to? The Phillies. Hey, not the Flyers, no, not, Mate, not even like, the Phillies. Like the Sixers, like the way that they're built right now, 
they're not going to make it past the first or second round. So, like, right. what do we have to look forward to? Like, right. I'm going full Negadelphia here. Negadelphia. I'm going full Mike like Gelato here. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it comes down to them not having not, and not finding an elite talent in the draft, you know? That... Uh, and it go, going back to Hextall a little bit, he found, he, he for the most part, he picked guys with not a lot of risk. He picked the safe two-way guys who weren't very good offensively because they could play defense. And when you get that, you don't get much firepower from offense. And that's kind of what it boils down to in the way that he drafted. And now we're kind of seeing that just the, the, the average, you know, offensive guys that, that, that are on this team now. Right. So. Wait, now, now looking at the record right now, what do you, do you have it in front of you? Their record right now? Yeah. Uh, hold on, I gotta pull that up. Because I, I really want, I really want to see what the chance of them. And I know there's a lottery, but what's the chance of them getting a top? You know, even the number one pick. Because, um, who is this kid, Shane Wright? Uh, so right now, sorry, right now they are 24th in the NHL. Okay. Um, they're eight, eleven, and four. But yeah, Sh- Shane Wright is the top prospect coming out of this draft. He's the projected number one overall pick. Center? He's a fucking stud. Yeah, he's a center. Um, he got exceptional status going into the OHL. He was like the fifth player ever to do it. Uh, Connor McDavid was one. That basically means you're allowed into the do- into the Canadian juniors a year early. Okay, so I'm you can go to see who the other guys were. Do you know you who they go, were? Um, I I looked this up. Good, good, so. good. Continue. But, yeah, so exceptional status means you go into the uh, juniors, Canadian juniors a year early. It's 15 instead of 16. And if I don't know the process, but if you're good enough, you get in um, to it. But, yeah, I mean, he's a stud. I, he's He broke um, – I'm not saying he's going to be Connor McDavid, but he broke McDavid's point-per-game uh, point record as a rookie in the OHL. Right. Um, so there's that. But he probably projects to be the Matthews-type player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh... I would be happy with a Nate McKinnon, Austin Matthews type of player. I really would. Like, as, at least right now, compared to what they've had in the last 10 years, you know? Right. So. I'm trying to look at the exceptional like, like, if, these, if, these, if, if there's five guys ever to do this, and you tell me, like, McDavid, this Shane Wright kid, and then, like, Steve Downey and Scotty Upshaw, like, I'm just going to – you know, it doesn't really, like, mean much. Right. But if you tell me like Steven Stamkos or like Sidney Crosby, like you know, obviously that has something there. Okay, he's the six. He's a six player to be granted exceptional status. All right, you're already uh, the, you're already you're already starting off kind of cold here. <laughs> uh, the preceding five was John Tavares. Okay. Aaron Ekblad. Eh, okay. He's having a Norris Trophy type season this year. Yeah, but he's been up uh, and down his career. Connor McDavid. He's all right. Sean, yeah, all right. Sean Day, who was a uh, third round pick. Um, oh, yeah. and then Joe Valino, who was a first round pick this year. I don't, he's, he got drafted by the Red Wings. I don't know if he's on the NHL team yet, but he was a first round pick, I think two years ago. So, so far we are right in the middle here. Right. If the, I, I've never heard of the one guy, Day. Sean Day. Yeah, he's a defenseman. Yeah. He got drafted in the third round. I've heard of him cause I'm a hockey this year? lunatic. No, he got picked in 20, hold on. He got picked in oh Jesus 2013. Oh no no no, yeah. no never mind never mind 2016 2016. Yeah, he's probably not gonna yeah be much. No, <laughs> but uh, obviously McDavid, Tavares, and who else? Ekblad. Ek, see Ekblad's on that like 
Ekblad's been Ekblad. I love Ekblad. Ekblad's been great. Ekblad's been good this year, but like I just, he's just, it's just been a roller coaster type of career for him. I think he's turning. I think he's turned into a good player. I mean, he was fantastic last year, and then right. he got hurt. So I think that's just who he is now. Yeah, I but, guess. But yeah, no, Shane Roy's really good, and and he's a franchise type player. Um. And but you know, since if they do get the first overall pick, we're Philadelphia, and it'll probably turn into what? a bust. So so like. How how does how does the rest of like the 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 prospects like pan out after that? I haven't looked much yet. I'll probably so do that. So five minutes ago, you just said you were this ho- hockey prospect. I nut. I am. I usually I usually am. Yes, I am. But I usually I usually don't look at the prospects until a March or April because that's when like the final rankings come out, and then uh-huh. that's when I'll, that's when I'll look into them. Uh huh. Sure. I got. Gotcha. Uh, I know the second overall pick is supposed to be like really good, or is that next year? Usually, on. it's usually the way it works. That is usually <laughs> the way. It, they usually, <laughs> fuck off. Oh boy. All right, but I I did want to get back because we're going off the rails here. I did want to get back to the coaching thing, and and somebody mentions uh, Tockett. Um, as far as a replacement, I like he is he a top three or five candidate, maybe. My issue, and, and I know you brought it up last week, was if if they give like I, I keep seeing openings for a potential coaching spot, and I've even mentioned the GM spot, and I keep hearing two names. One is Rick Tockett, and the other is Danny Breer. We keep talking about how we want to go away from the Flyers family, right? And those guys might be good candidates, but isn't that doing exactly what we as a fan base want them not to do? Right, I said it last week. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's something we've struggled with for a while here, like Bobby Clark and um, being the GM, and and uh, uh, Paul Holmgren like being the GM, and Ron Hextall, Craig Berube. Craig Berube. Yeah, I mean it's Ian Laperriere still fucking here somehow. Somehow. Um, <laughs> Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, you know... I guess you can't knock it till you try it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, yes, who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe if they do hire one of them, it works out. But my thing is, is like if they're going to go in a direction where they're going to rebuild, why hire Rick Tockett? You know what I mean? Like why hire John Tortorella? Why hire one of these big name guys if you're just going to kind of go through a rebuild? Yeah, I'm not saying that's what that's they are going to do. And and Rick, Rick Tockett could maybe be that kind of coach because he's still younger in terms right. of and he really hasn't proven much. How, however. He pretty much left Arizona because he didn't want to sit through a rebuild. Right. So why would he come here if the Flyers are about to start a rebuild? And I think his best season in Arizona, they were like five games over five hundred or something. Uh, they won. They, they they either won a playoff round or they got the team they were playing to six or seven games and it was impressive. I don't remember okay. exactly what they did that year, but they, he did make the playoffs one year, and those teams were terrible. So you got more out of a out of an Arizona team than, than you probably expect. But and, and and the players apparently love playing for him. And right. I, listen, I, if you're gonna try to salvage anything and not go the rebuild route, I think Tortorella is the way to go. Um, I disagree. I still, 
Well, I know I you, just don't we like talked Tortorella. about it a little last week. I see. I love Tortorella, and I think he's a he's a you know kick in the dick type of player. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. If 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 a guy like JVR deserves to be in the press box, John Tortorella put him there. Yeah. Um, and he just he's but just like, a but hard. Like we've already type seen coach. that the last three years, and like, what has uh, that done? Necessarily. Uh, Av Av hasn't. Yeah, I mean, guys I guess he, ha- yeah, no, I guess he has. I guess he has, but I think JVR has been one of those guys at one right. point. Yeah, he he might have been. <laughs> so I I don't know. It's just like, like Tortorella and Claude Julian, and like these guys, like it's just not working anymore. And to me, like Tortorella, like yeah, he's been to the playoffs. He he keeps going to the second round. Like that's been the Flyers' issue the last fifteen years was just only making it to the second round. True. But and like, but but those yeah, Colum- he, he, those Columbus teams shouldn't have even made the playoffs. Dude, they weren't that bad. They, they were really not weren't. good. They were not good. He got a lot out of Columbus teams. Yeah, but a what lot. did they do? Like, I, and and he won a cup with one of the greatest rosters ever. Like to me, I, I, I just, I, just far, I think he's very I overrated. Uh, the Tampa, I mean, the 2004 Tampa Bay Lightning no, were not they, one of the greatest rosters ever. They were great. They had two fantastic Hall of Fame players and a Hall of Fame goalie, maybe. But that's about it. That's all. Yeah, just two two Hall of Fame forwards, a Hall of Fame goal. Yeah, that's it. Yep. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I I just like the idea of Twitter. And I think it'd be fun. The Flyers haven't had a Hall of Fame goalie since fucking 1990. I, I mean. True. It's just, just. What's, 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 the, what's the opinion on Claude Julian? Um. I don't I don't know enough about what he was like in, in you know in, in Montreal and, and Right. So I, I don't know. I, I I was I wouldn't have been opposed to to Bruce Boudreaux who got um hired when did he got like a day Vancouver. before yeah, he got hired in Vancouver a day before Vigneault was fired. Yeah, I would've like liked, I would have liked Boudreaux. Um What about the dude they fired from Vancouver? Travis Green, he has got uh, he so he's a former NHL player. He's mm-hmm. I, I I thought they liked them in Vancouver. Um, they were in the playoffs, I think, last year and the year before that. Right. Um, so I thought they, they liked off. them. They started. Off, they didn't start off too hot. No, this year no, they didn't. So I I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I would need to kind of do my research just to see what he was like in Vancouver. Um, but it seemed like they liked him. They gave him an extension, and I, I think he's kind of gotten thrown under the bus in a sense of like I don't know if the Vancouver start is on him. I just think it's a bad roster. Yeah. Which is similar similar to here. I don't know if Vigneault's firing was because Vigneault stinks. I just think the roster stinks. So right. I think it's I think Green's a little similar. But I wouldn't be opposed to Travis Green now. Okay. I yeah, I, I didn't really know much about him. Yeah. Um But yeah. Okay. Got anything else? I did but I forget. <laughs> so that maybe we'll that, save it for next week. Yeah, that makes sense. I did but, have something, but I just completely Let's totally. uh, either way. Let's pour one out for Elaine Vigneault. Finished finished with a record of seventy four fifty. What the fuck? To <laughs> Alexa, stop! <laughs> just <laughs> Alexa just started fucking talking. There's nobody down here but me. You didn't hear me say Alexa. Anything, I didn't did hear you? anybody say Alexa. I didn't yeah. say Alexa. You didn't yeah. say Alexa. And and my Alexa just started talking to me out of nowhere, and it scared the piss out of me. But anyway. He finished with a record of 74, 55, and 19, um, which is probably, I, mean, I guess, right around 500, uh, 564 points percentage. Um, one playoff appearance. It's just, 
uh, d- mediocre. Yeah. Which is what this team's always been, so. Sure. All right, we can move on now it's that I'm. Re- it's really going to bother me that I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> what was it about the Flyers? Uh, the Flyers, yeah. Uh, dude, I'm going to wake up at like three in the morning, like tonight, and like I'm just going to remember. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Probably. All right, well let's move on then um, to the Phillies. There wasn't much because the MLB's in a lockout now, apparently. But yep. the Phillies before the lockout signed relief pitcher Corey Nebel to a one-year deal. Um, only pitched 39 innings uh, the last three years. Missed all 2019. I think it was Tommy John surgery, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Last season, 25 and two-thirds innings pitched. 4-0, 3.58 ERA, three saves. Uh, which he really hasn't been closing much really since 2017, I think it was, right. 2018. Um, this better not be their quote-unquote big move of the bullpen. Is he an upgrade over some of the trash they had last year? Sure. But he's uh, he's probably not an everyday you know workhorse closer. He's probably just a nice setup guy. I hope so. Um, yeah. I, I like I don't I don't know what their intentions are. I don't know if it's for him to be the closer. I don't know if it's him for him to be the setup man. I really hope it's the latter. Uh, but um, yeah, and they they also signed Camargo too. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have it was that like on a one point seven million dollar deal. It was like literally like. 40 minutes before lockout. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was too busy with the lockout stuff because yeah. it's, it's infuriating that Major League Baseball is going through a lockout right now. And I hear you. There probably will be games missed. The, the, this probably will creep into the season, which is right. even more frustrating. But it's just uh, base, baseball is a dying sport already. And they, the last thing they need is the lockout. Yeah. It's the last thing they need. Yep. Um,. Yeah, I just I just kind of hope they figure this whole thing out sooner rather than later. Um, honestly, okay, I remember what I was gonna say <laughs> because because it's actually kind of somewhat similar. But, okay. So really, really quick, let me just throw this out there. I think it's kind of crazy that hockey uh, kind of goes through like uh, head coaches so quickly. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, like yep. I, I feel like their union is probably the best union in getting a coach fired. Or, <laughs> right. Or, 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 I guess. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, back to baseball. Um, forget what I was gonna say. All right, yeah. So 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 <laughs> so baseball. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, baseball. That, that, that thing. Yeah. Uh, See ball. So, hit ball. Yep. 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 Uh, I kind of hope they figure this thing out uh, pretty soon. Um, because I, I think football and baseball are probably my two favorite free agent periods. Um, football. It's, and they're so drastically different. Where like football everybody signs five days before it's legal and then uh uh baseball takes forever but there's so many free agents in baseball that like it's so much more like intriguing not intriguing but like so much more exciting when it does happen um so i I just kind of just kind of curious to see the way the phillies go and i just kind of hope they figure this whole thing out pretty soon and everything i'm reading uh it's not looking good yeah it's what it seems like like the, the the first meeting they had was only thirty minutes, and like apparently like the union I don't know if it was the union or the players union or the MLB side like they just got up and left the meeting like it wasn't it was like thirty seven minutes long and he just got up yeah and, left. and yeah and and b- both teams or but both sides are basically like yeah, we're just waiting for the other side to cave like there right. there there's no negotiating there's no communication they're just waiting until February March and it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, and it's going into the season. It's just it has to. It's, and 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 you already have lost so many games because of COVID and all that. Like, right. just figure it the fuck out and and just 
Come up with something. Like, just negotiate it. It, it, it shouldn't be hard. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I, there's pro- I'm sure there's a bunch of information I don't know. And, yeah, but still, sure. it's, it's still, you can't let it happen to a sport that's already dying. I hear you. And it's a sport that they really struggle with promoting. So um, promoting a, a, a uh, lockout is not good. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Phillies won't spend the money on pitching. Don't understand it. I mean, they got to figure something out with a lot of positions. And pitching well, clo- a closer. Them, so. I mean, I, I think I think they're okay right now at starting pitcher. Like, say, uh, say. Th- th- well, do listen. you feel Do you feel comfortable going into the season with this uh, starting rotation? Um. Well, yes. If you only, if you want to get into the playoffs. Listen, I think if they can go out and get a closer, and they can go out and get whether that's a center fielder or a left fielder, whatever whatever else they do, I feel like they'll be okay enough to get to the deadline if they can get what they got out of some of the guys last year. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, I think they you. can last until the deadline because look at look at them last year. They're the close the close the closer just couldn't couldn't oh, just, close yeah, out games. Awful. Like that's awful. that's really why they lost a lot of games. Like a lot of Zach Wheeler games were were, were lost because of yep. the way the bullpen handled the games after Absolutely. he came out. And that's why he towards the end of the year he just didn't come out. Right. Because they needed to win games. And um I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think starting is fine right now. If they did if that was one position they didn't address, I think I'd be all right for it right now. Uh but did you hear uh, Kevin Kiermaier no. possibility? No, I didn't. They apparently there were there were talks between before the before the uh, uh, lockdown happened, um, or whatever it's called. The lockout. Uh, yeah, lockout. See, I got COVID stuck in my head. You know, the last two years <laughs> have been rough. Um, That's they certainly have. And it's called lockdown, not lockout. But lockout. Uh, yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, right before right before the right before the uh, the the season shut down or the or the, the the meetings shut down and all that, um, Kevin Kiermaier, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays center fielder Kevin Kiermaier, Tampa and the Phillies were talking about a possible uh, Kevin Kiermaier trade, and he's a okay. three-time Gold Glover. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not a great he's not great offensively, but they need all the help they can get. Yeah, and I think he'll be a lot cheaper than Brian Reynolds. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd sacrifice a lot of children to the <laughs> Satan for right. Brian Reynolds but yeah uh-huh and John Morant like I told you before right <laughs> exactly so oh uh, yeah I mean there's a whole list a laundry list of names and of guys that they can go out and get so did you see uh, Chris Bryant's numbers here at Citizens Bank Park no I haven't Ooh, are they, are, are they my good god he hits like over 400 here does he really yeah no, Granted, it's it only been thirty games, but like, yeah. But I mean, still, so, right. some players just hit, you know, in certain ballparks. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I can find it real quick. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably won't be able to find this. Nah, it's all right. Well, we'll all get right. it for next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on here, because I mean, nobody's gonna sign anytime soon. So. Right. Because they're locked out. So. Let's just hope they figure it out. They're locked down. Yep. All right. Let's get out of here. This was a fun, fun show. A lot of, you know, we're, we're all discombobulated here. Yep. Do you have any final thoughts? Any, any Anything you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Uh, There is something, but I don't feel like arguing with you, so. Um. All right. You know, 
<laughs> now we got to do it. <laughs> what are what, I, what is it? I think, Let's go. Like, Air it out. Honestly, like, you know what drives – Look, you say something that absolutely drives me crazy. Like, you one, know what like, grinds my gears? What grinds like, your like gears, top Mom? Five, It's probably top five grinding my gear moments <laughs> in my entire life is okay. one thing that you say. Okay. Your opinion on the Beatles. <laughs> That's where I knew you were going. Like, legitimately gets me angry. Okay. What, what do I do? What do I say about the Beatles? Or you want me to say it? You can say it. Uh, th- listen, I have respect for what they've done to music. What? However, what, what? You don't have respect for what they've That's done right to music. Do. If you're, if you're, if you're going to finish this <laughs> sentence, you have zero respect. However, the Beatles were pretty much just a boy band. Pretty much. They were pretty much just a boy band. I don't, I don't, they, I don't they, disagree they, with that. They, they, they were the '60s versions of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. See, that's the problem I have right there. I'm just saying they're a boy band. That's all. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know if that's a hot. T- I don't even know if it's a hot take. How? It's because they were a boy band. That's what they were. They were, they were singing love ballads, like, like the pop. They're singing love pop songs. What, what do you consider a boy band? Like, like, what, what is the definition of a boy band? Is it just four guys or five guys or just a band that's boys? Because that's there's been a lot of boy bands. Pop, no, it's it's a sound like it's a pop pop music that comes from a group of boys. Sure. Okay. Their first th- two three years, yes. Also, this comment: country music is the best. We could both absolutely not. We could, I was like, we could both yeah. agree. That's not that's not correct. It's at not all. even. It's probably not even top ten. But um. <laughs> right. But uh. But uh. Just if you look at their first two or three years, sure, they're that poppy boy band. I like legitimately like, like, like if you li- <laughs> if you if you look at the way they progressed from like uh-huh. 1965, 1966, 67, dude, they had like listen to music, like listen to the top hits in like 1967, 1968, and then listen to what the Beatles put out in 1968. Like the the Beatles were so far ahead of what was coming out at that time, like. It's not even close. It's not even close to like anything that you're saying that they are. Maybe their first couple of years, okay, I want to hold your hand and love me do. They're they're early '60s boy band. They're a boy band. Sure, <laughs> but then they become the greatest band of Listen, all time. I just think they're very overrated, and I, that's not a hot take. It's not. It is a hot take. And 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 I think uh, I think John Lennon's overrated, in a sense of. It just as a person, apparently he was a giant scumbag. Yeah, he probably yeah, th- yeah. he probably was a shitty oh, yeah. guy. But yeah, and, and I just don't I don't think his music was all that great. Now the, the, the McCartney was good, but you know that's whatever. But I'll agree that McCartney is probably the most talented Beatle. Yeah. Uh, but you you hate you don't like the Beatles because they're a pop band. Paul McCartney is the pop part of the band. I, what do you mean? Like, like the reason they split up, a lot of reasons, but, like, Lennon wanted to do, like, the peaceful stuff. Yep. Paul wanted to do the pop stuff. Ringo was just kind of there. And yep. George Harrison wanted to do, like, the experimental, psychedelic kind of kind of shit. And, again, Ringo was just sitting in the back just kind of, like, just doing whatever. Um, so, so, like, that's part of the reason why they broke up is because they just couldn't figure out what to do as what, a band together. What they wanted to be, right. Okay. Well, right. 
uh, clearly they were fine being a boy band because that's all they were. They were making pop music. Like I, I might put my kids to sleep but with it because it's just boring. It's gonna put you to sleep. It's but they, yeah, but they weren't mellow. making pop music their entire career. No, they were making pop music their first two or three albums, and then they transformed into. It's not about what they what they were. It was about what they became. Like that's what makes them so great is the transition from the what music was in 1964 to what music was in 1968. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they were just, so they were, so they were sellouts. They they just made they just made boy band pop music to no, to get listened to get listened to get listened to, and then when the people finally listened, then no, because that's the what dark. they were at that point. Okay, I've agreed with you that that's what they were at that point, and they 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 well that's the best, then that's the fine. Best we could agree to we can agree that they were both boy that they were boy bands. That I win this conversation. I win this argument. Thank you. I said they were a boy band in the beginning. Okay. My thing is, I think a great musician. And look, we're kind of like running out on time here, but like, I, I this has to come out. Like, I, I, I have to get it off my chest. I think I said the it. Reason, did I say it this weekend, and your blood fucking boiled. Yeah, no, I, I, I almost hit you with a chair. Um, <laughs> so, my thing is like the greatest musicians in the world. Like, they do whatever they want to do musically, and like, whether you like it or not, they're still gonna do it. Like, to me, that's that's the, and it's 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 the process of them changing and like becoming more than just a band they they became artists like that what it was like, it's okay. just it's just going from i want to hold your hand to like let it be like let it be oh, is a great I song it, i hate let it be all right i'm i you know what <laughs> let it be it's just boring hold, it's, it holds it dear to my heart boring. for a certain reason okay and, and that's fine the sentimental stuff it's just boring to me like i like music that you know makes you feel a type of way I mean, let it be does make you feel that um, way. Yeah, but like in like a <laughs> sad, depressing kind of way. No, it doesn't. Eh. Dude, it's literally about his mom like coming to him in his dream and saying everything that's going on right now. Like it's literally like Paul McCartney had a dream. His mom. All right, we got to get into this. Okay. <laughs> Paul McCartney, when he was a kid, his mom died when he was a kid, right? Okay. He, yeah. He he grew up, became the Beatles, whatever. He had a dream that his where his mother came to him. And during this rough period of the Beatles and of in his life, she came to him in his dream and said, basically said, let it be. Like, let everything be the way that it's going to be. And he woke up the next day and wrote, let it be. And, like, there's a certain reason why that is near and dear to my heart. But it, it's, it's, an, it's an absolute masterpiece. Like, it, like it, it should make you feel a certain way because okay. of the reason why it's written. Like, and, and, I, and, again, that sounds depressing. How's it depressing? I don't know. Just a depressing, uh, depressing Dude, you song. listen to fucking Stan. Like, he kills himself. <laughs> How's that not depressing? I don't he know. kills himself and his wife I don't and know a baby. I don't know why we're taking personal shots. I'm, uh, listen, all I said is that the Beatles were a boy band and that they're overrated. I don't understand how that's a hot take. Because, it, because it's so much more than that. They're okay. not just like a... They're, they're, that's fine. If you don't want to, if you want to say that they're over, just don't say that they're in sync. They sync Backstreet Boys. It's fine. No. This is this is a good outro. <laughs> you know what? Uh, if if it's depressing to you, then it's it's uh, it's perfect for the way Philly sports is going right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, we're filled with misery. Which you know what? I'll pull back the curtain a little Please bit. Please stop. Please when, stop. What? Don't don't say because to so the last comment we saw. I thought you were going to bring up Justin Timberlake. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Because you have said that before. What? 
that he's Justin Timberlake? That the Beatles are kind of like or, Insane or, and Backstreet Boys. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't even which which one was Justin Timberlake in? Backstreet Boys or Didn't Sync? I don't know. You tell me. If you're such a big fan, I'm not a big fan. That's why I'm not a big fan of the Beatles. Why? Because they're like because they're, they're like Insync. Like... Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I no, I was about to say something. Insync. I forget what I was doing. Oh yeah, no, to the misery angle. So when we were brainstorming names before we came up with the show, I, I think I said Philly misery. I'm still still convinced that what we should have done because we're fucking. Miserable. Should we change it? We should. It was on <laughs> change the fly. It up. Just change the Philly misery because that's because right. we're miserable. Sounds good. But this is a, this is a great outro for the for the show. And, and now and now <laughs> I'm depressed. Don't get now I'm depressed. Thank you. So, all right, we'll get out of here. I'm glad you finally. I'm glad you got that off of your chest. I it's. So. I'm still pissed off. <laughs> so we'll get out of here. We'll be back next Monday. Same bad time, same bad channel. We will see you guys next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.